Hello, fellow Rebel Capitalists. Hope you're well. So we have been following this story closely, and October 1st could be the start of the recession when we look back in six months or nine months. And the reason I say that is because we're having this economic cliff. It's racing toward us at 100 miles per hour, and that economic cliff is student loan debt. They have to start repaying these loans October 1st. We've been following this story closely, like I said, but we've got some more articles, some interesting new data points that Josh just sent me. So let's go right over to the Wall Street Journal. And Josh, I'd like to get your feedback on this as well. The title here is Student Loans Are Emerging from Deep Freeze and Borrowers Are Confused. Now, when we get down into the second or third paragraph, I think it's really going to hit home how big of a problem this really is with a small anecdotal story here. So interest on federal loans restarts on Friday. This Friday, the interest rates kick back in or uh, interest accumulation, I should say, kicks back in. And then the first payments are due in October, October 1st, like we said earlier. So student loan borrowers are finding out that restarting a $1.6 trillion federal program is much more confusion confusing than switching it off. And by the way, far more burdensome when it comes to your monthly expenses. I think that's what's going to have the huge economic impact uh, overall as far as aggregate demand. And that's what could trigger, that could be the catalyst, because we're kind of teetering on the edge right now, but that could be the catalyst as to why we go into a recession or maybe why the recession that we go into will be far more severe. So getting back to the article here, the pandemic relief ending, with pandemic relief ending, borrowers will start owing interest on Friday, that's this Friday, they're learning of new payment schedules. So I guess a lot of these borrowers went to new uh, third-party processors, I think is kind of the gist of it. That is because they say four in 10 borrowers transferred to a new service program. That's what they're talking about, the confusion. But again, I, I think that's really trying to rearrange the, the chairs on the Titanic, so to speak. <laughs> You're focusing on the wrong thing here. Uh, what we should really be focusing on is how this is going to impact people's budgets and aggregate demand. Again, this is October 1st. They have to start paying them back. Now, you may be saying to yourself, oh, George, well, this isn't that big of a deal because it really doesn't impact that many Americans. Wrong. We did a story on this just last week where 43 to 45 million Americans have student loans and only 500,000 of them are actually in the process of paying them back. As we speak, only 500,000 of the call it 43 million. And I believe that was according to Forbes. And I actually, aha, I do have the article right here. So somehow, <laughs> what? Oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> uh, here's the student loan forgiveness numbers. Um, if you want to check out them more specifically, that's where I'm getting this number. The only 500,000 are actually in the process of paying them. Oh, where was that chart? Here we go. Repayment, 0.5 million. So 500,000. And uh, pretty much the difference is split between people actually being in school default 
and then being in some form of forbearance. So just if you want to research that on your own, the title of this article was 2023 Student Loan Debt Statistics, and that is on Forbes. But getting back to my point, uh, you say, okay, George, let's hear this story about how there's probably a greater number of Americans or Americans that we would not expect that this will impact negatively. So here we go. Siri or Jerry, excuse me, Jerry Gritchley, a 75-year-old, 75, Josh, 75-year-old former nonprofit employee is among those attempting to navigate the system. And again, they're talking about how complicated it is, but that's not the real story here. This next sentence is the real story. She paid graduate school loans for more than 20 years, and she still has $14,000 left, and she's 75. This, I mean, this completely blew my mind. So, Josh, how old are you? 20. How many of your friends have student loans? Oh, I, I don't know. All my friends are, are your age, George, but my sister, my, I would probably use her friends as a better example. Yeah. It would be every single one of them. But how old are they? 21, 22. Okay. Do you have any 75-year-old friends? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> maybe, maybe Doug Casey still has some student loans left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next time you talk to Doug, ask him if he's got student loan debt outstanding. <laughs> he's going to have to start paying October 1st and ask you if that's going to kind of... Uh, if he's going to have to tighten his belt a little bit October 1st because of those student loan payments. <laughs> but this completely blew my mind. 75-year-old gal still owes $14,000 on student loan. So, okay, I, I get it that graduate school, but when did she go to graduate school? I mean, that would have been, but let's just say she was 30. So that would have been 45 years. 45 years ago, how much could school possibly have cost? Or how much could a uh, university possibly have cost 45 years? We're talking about, uh, what, uh, 1980? But I, I, I know she, she probably did uh, her graduate program when she was like 60 or something like that. I get it. But maybe not. I, I mean, who knows? Maybe she got her graduate degree in one of these... Uh, underwater basket weaving things and she who knows went to school for 15 years and is still paying the price today wow hey guys i want to remind you to check out rebel capitalist pro this is the incredible online investment forum that i have with investment experts lynn alden and chris mcintosh it includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macroeconomics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. 
Do you think college was worth it for her? Did she achieve financial freedom? Yeah, it's 75 years old. I don't think so. And uh, this is a gal that at the very least, because it says she's been paying for more than 20 years, at the very least, she racked up this debt 20 years ago. And that's when college was way cheaper. I mean, way cheaper. And she still owes 14 grand. So let's fast forward to a young person that has just gone to college in the last 10 years or just got out of college last year or something like that, that is now just having to start repayments. They're, they're not going to owe 14 grand. They're going to owe 140 grand. And, and what are their payments going to be? Another thing that they mentioned in the article, which I thought was a very good point, here we go. And th this paragraph addresses uh, what I was referring to. Millions more have graduated, otherwise left school during the pause, and have never been required to make a student loan payment. So that was something that I really haven't considered, but it's really a big deal. So, I mean, if, if we think about it, Cervasa sickness was three years ago. I mean, it seems like just yesterday, but it was three years ago. So you've had three years of students leaving college and graduating that have never had to make a payment ever. So they go out there, get a job, they get two or three jobs, they're quiet quitting, they're side hustle, they're doing all these things. So they've got all this income coming in while they're maybe not having to uh, pay rent or mortgage because they're living at their parents' uh, house or something like that. They probably just Uber around so they don't have a car payment. But now all of a sudden, boom. And let's remember the $400 that I have been quoting this whole time. That's the average student loan payment. That includes Jerry, who uh, you know is 75 years old and owes 14 grand. So they're including her, obviously, in that number to get the average of 400 bucks. But that doesn't really apply to people that just graduated over the last three years. I mean, what is their student loan payment going to look like? It's going to be six, seven, eight hundred, maybe $1,000. And that's going to be a brand new payment that millions and millions and millions of these kids that are really driving the economy right now, because what's doing well? It's retail. It's it's the consumer, the consumer, the consumer. They're resilient. You always hear that. Okay, what's that? Uh, really, the tailwind there is coming from all this additional spending from that age group, you know, call it 20 to, to 30 year olds that are now going to have to, who knows, start making an, a payment anywhere from 500 to 1,000, maybe even higher for a month. And again, they're going to have to start doing that as of October 1st. So Josh, let's take it back to you. Uh, you know, your sister, is she still in school? Yeah, she's, she's actually, she just had a party yesterday because she's going to graduate school at U Chicago. Uh, oh, great. So she can accumulate more student loans. Well, no, she, she, she got a full boat everywhere, so she doesn't have any debt, but all of oh, her she got friends. A full ride. Well, good for her. And every single one of her friends and one of them I was talking to, and she said that her only hope in life is that they cancel student loans. Like there is no way she, she'll, she'll be Jerry at 75 years old if, if they don't cancel it. And she is, she still doesn't have a job, uh, but she has to start paying student loans. I think like seven, $800 a month. I mean, what the hell would you do? I, I mean, there's nothing. What, what type of degree does she have? I have no clue. Uh, it's, I, I would assume not mathematics or engineering. But, but it, but it, she's got like uh it's a degree, a master's oh. degree or just I, a, I don't, I think it's just a four years degree. Mm, wow. And then what's she doing for work right now to pay back that 800 bucks a month? Nothing. No job. Wow. All right, guys. So there you have it. This is the economic cliff that we are speeding towards at 100 miles per hour. And we're going to go off that cliff October 1st. So like we said at the beginning, this could be the catalyst to the United States economy going into recession. 
And if it's not, when we do get that recession that the yield curve is predicting, uh, it's going to make it a heck of a lot worse. So this is something we're going to have to monitor and uh, discuss further on this channel. This is really an important metric for sure. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market, capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.